I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to Game Week 35 of Fantasy Football Noise. I'm John Nichols, and with me as always is Steve Baker. Hello, John. And Wayne Mitchell. Hello, JB. Hello, Bako. Hello, hello. Well, we are recording this moments after the final whistle on Tuesday night after that epic, epic Champions League encounter at Anfield. And I'm breathless, boys. Good grief. What a mix of emotions. It was like watching poetry. For, oh. for 65 minutes, that that spell when it was nil-nil between mm. 27 minutes and 32, that sort of number, it was just chance after chance and he knew it was going to happen and then five goals. Oh. Seven? And Well, I'm coming on to the final two. <laughs> five You're talking goals. about the five, the five in the right end. <laughs> and Salah's first was a worldie, wasn't it? Oh my God, what a player. It really was. What a player. And this, I mean, the second one as well was sensational. It was a lovely dink, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh. I enjoyed it ever so much. And then they've Liverpooled the fuck out of it and conceded two. <laughs> I, I think you mean Spurs the fuck out of it, don't you? Yes, yeah, fair. No, 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 this is a Liverpool special. Oh, right, okay. They've not quite yeah. Spurs'd it yet. I think no, both Spurs teams... would have bottled it completely. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean... First and foremost, I thought the penalty was incredibly harsh. What did you think about that? I switched off at five nil. I switched off. I haven't seen, haven't seen either of the Roma goals. I didn't see it either. I was texting <laughs> you. I think brilliant, repeatedly, brilliant. Well, it wasn't to try a and distract you from the game you were trying to watch. His arm was his Milner's arm. He's basically on the penalty spot, and it's come straight at him. Point blank range, maybe I don't know. The other Roman players, perhaps four, five, six yards away from him, rifled it towards the goal. His arms by his side, it's his left arm, and his hand was virtually touching his hip, slightly away, slightly away. But he certainly didn't move it towards it, or there was nothing intentional. Oh, I think it's very, very harsh. Um, but the the goal that Jacko scored, yeah, that was just a simple mistake. Lovren shouldn't have been running. He was basically running backwards. Rather than I thought you were about to running. say, I thought you were about to say, yeah. Lovren shouldn't have been on the pitch. Well, in a major been, European tie. Yeah, I think I had said to you two on on our messaging, get him off because he just <laughs> looked, he looked, he looked leggy at that point, didn't he? But um, to be <laughs> fair, our backup options not great. Bringing Clavan on 
was not 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 the reassurance I was after. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it happened to still late, a great position to take to Rome. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Of course, it's just a shame that the the gloss has somewhat been taken off it. Mm. Did you I'm hear the positive. little stat from the Roma uh, from the uh, commentator about Roma at home? They've not conceded in the Champions League this season at home. Yes, mm. I knew that. Yes, that was revealed in the last round, and I was amazed. Yeah, and they, the fact that they kept it up against Barcelona was worrying me. <laughs> On the positive, I bet there were many, many Liverpool fans who were travelling to Rome for the second leg, thinking, "I don't fucking want to go now." Dead rubber. Yeah. After after sixty five minutes, not anymore. No, they're definitely going. Yeah. Why does Kenny Dalglish clap really badly? He's always yeah, he's been, got a poor clapper. He's he? always been a poor clapper. <laughs> Even when he was manager, he was shit at clapping. Actually, if I think back to his goal celebrations back in the day, yeah, wavy arms didn't never knew quite what to do. Yeah. Never looked very cool. Rubbish. Who was the fella who used to do the cartwheel with his arm? Didn't he play for Liverpool? Cartwheel with his arm. He used to just roll his arm round and round and round. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I, d- I can picture it. I can't think who it was. Ronnie Rosenthal. Bollocks, no. Way, way back. <laughs> Rocket Ronnie. <laughs> Alan Kennedy. It could have been Alan Kennedy. Anyway, um... Very quickly, while we're still talking about Champions League, how did we get on with our Champions League draft points this week? Yeah, picked up nicely. Oh, I had Firmino. I had no idea. Oh, you had Firmino, okay. I had Milner. Yeah, I nice. had Oxlade Chamberlain. Oh, no. <laughs> Went down like he was shot. Oh, you've got a feel for that. That does not look good, does it? Why? What, no. what happened? I didn't see that. Oh, he folded over on his knee after about 20 minutes. Dick. Nasty business. You're not aware of that, Mitch? No, I was making a cassoulet, as you well know, from uh, text messages. <laughs> it's such a prick. <laughs> Why? Why did oh, you choose? Because my wife was playing netball, and I thought as a husbandly gesture, I'd oh make her a, a meal for her arrival home. Oh, my fucking God. What? What? That makes me I some despair. kind of bender, does it? Your wife's out. There's a chance to watch a Champions League semi-final in peace. Right before we record a podcast about football, and you choose to make a cassoulet. I watched the second half. Mitch, I'm pleased to tell you that you have scored, well, Oxlade Chamberlain's 20 minutes have scored you one point this week in the Okay, Champions but League bear draft. in mind, I also had from Roma El Sharawari and one other whose name I don't know on my bench. Oh, you've got Nangolan, who got 10 points. There you go. Dreamy. Okay. And JB, you have scored 12 points. Yeah, I saw that. But it's all irrelevant because no Stuart Harrington has Mo Salah, who must have scored a shit ton of them. He's got Perotti as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got uh, 32 points. He's got Salah yeah. and Perotti. Yeah, all over. It's all over. Mm. Not a chance. He already had an 18-point lead going into the game week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over. Congratulations, you ginger prick. Right. FPL? (laughs) Moving on. Fuck him. Move on. I don't know about you fellas, but I can't hit a barn door with a banjo in the FPL. I've got four red arrows in a week. 
I was on two hundred and sixty thousand, and I was I was targeting a hundred. You were on target, weren't you? You were cruising. Targeting a hundred thousand. I'm now half a million. You've mixed your metaphors there, Baco. Sorry. I couldn't hit a barn door, or I couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo. I think you mean. So no, which I one couldn't is hit a barn door with a bit banjo. of a metaphor mix-up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I got forty-four points, which. Considering I only had, I think, eight or nine, nine players f- playing, isn't so bad, but yeah, it's uh, above the national average. So that's something. Uh, Monreal scored for me, which is pleasing. Barnsley netted another one. And I had Jesus as my captain, so not too bad. Yeah, I went for Ober, captain. Fucking I was, P45 I was, Wenger. <laughs> I was 50-50 whether to go for Ober or Jesus. I nearly swapped Kane for Ober so I could have them both, but uh, decided against. 39 points for me, and uh, bizarrely, my top scorer was Fabianski with nine. Wow. Yeah, should have kept him Fabianski. Isn't it bizarre in a 5-0 in a that your, your keeper can get nine points? When Any kind of credit whatsoever. <laughs> did save a penalty. How did he fair. get... Oh, I saved a pen, okay. So 39 points for me, no, nothing doing. Mitch? Yeah. I had 41 points, which was comprised of uh, the captaincy of Mo Salah, giving me 14, Barnes with 7, Tompkins 6, and my most inspired choice of the weekend was Hennessy in goal, giving me 10. Nice one. Who you put on your bench? Shh, damn it. <laughs> Thanks to the auto subsystem, <laughs> your most inspired decision... <laughs> SDFU. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Not when there's a chance to drop you in it. So who the, wins the game week for the point? Me. The point is, we've, we have had some discussion now as to whether our head-to-heads should be totted up gross or net of net. weekly transfers. And I, I, do think, I do think net seems to be right. Otherwise, you can just win every week with minus 20. Yeah. Yeah. So to quote you, Baco, as you have said many times over the years, Stuart's Inquiry, Stuart's Inquiry. <laughs> so who's got some transfers to come off their total? Me. This minus week, four. John. Yeah, so, so Mitch takes it by one point. Brilliant. Net, net of transfers, which is good. However, good for him. However, Stairsy has thrown a little cat among the pigeons for the overall head-to-head score. As it stands, so, has he not? What's, so what is the head-to-head score before we have this discussion? It was 12-12-10, I think, going into this week. So as it was, and as it now is, briefly, 12-12-11. But... 12-12-11. But what, what say you, Mitch, in your own defence, that there's been some clerical errors earlier in the season? Well, it's yet to be proven. <laughs> well, I refer you back to game week five, Mitchell. Game week Thank you, five. Just looking at that. Uh, 60 points score. for me and 61 for you. So you won the game week. However, you have a four-point transfer. Ooh. Correct. Minus. Ooh. Correct. I'll take that game week. Thanks very much. Christ. This is in disarray. So it's actually 13, <laughs> 13 12. Dis- that goes to 13, 12, 10. Yes. Do we need to go through and check every game week? I, sus- I would suggest we do. I've only checked my mine versus Mitch's. But I think 13, 12, 10 sounds a bit better. It does sound a bit better. Yeah, definitely. 
See if there isn't one I can nick off him as well. I think we need the FPL intern to have a full. Mm. full I think we've review. got one, haven't we? In the form of. Yeah, Stairsy. Stairsy slash William DeCosta slash the intern. So, what actually happened in game week 35? What were the uh, standout events? Liverpool managed to throw a 2 0 lead away. Yeah, that was that's, bizarre, wasn't that's it? That's frustrating, yeah. I didn't actually see much of the game. I was out at a pub, but I, could, I was sort of caught glimpses and, uh, yeah. Obviously West Ham a snatch, as, as I predicted. 4-1 to the Arsenal. Ober on the mm. bench, disappointingly. Did, why was he benched? I don't know. We we were all convinced, because he can't play in the yeah. Europa League semi-final, that, that he was going to start. You'd think he was the most nailed player in the league. Yeah. Oh. And and as my captain scored his one point, actually he scored four, to be fair, because he got the assist. I was away this weekend, so not even not even watched any of match of the day. I've done, I've done a Mitch this week. Oh, no. <laughs> There were no other highlights, really. There weren't. <laughs> That's it. There were six fairly I poor did. games. Obviously, we lost five now to City, which was Christ hugely disappointing. Right, yeah. it was on the wall after ten minutes. It really was. What a strike by De Bruyne! I saw that. Oh, Kevin De Bruyne. Phew. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, so and I saw that. Points... Dra- I saw the drab Monday night affair, one nil. To Everton. Oh. I saw that I shit. I couldn't watch it. So yeah, average points 30 stuff. this week. Yeah. It was, it was quite, a, to forget. quite a ropey blank yeah. game week, wasn't it? Yeah, none of the excitement of uh, 31. Was that the one where I got 121 points just with four games? Yes. Okay. I believe it was, I believe it was. <laughs> that was a dreamy week for you, Baker, I have to say. That's probably a highlight of your season, isn't it? Well, by the looks of things, everything's gone fucking downhill since then. Literally red arrows every week since then. Mm. I got cocky. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, my ascent has slowed as well. Where are you up to, Mitch? I'm actually doing broadly what I want to be doing. So bear with me while I just get. What was your target? Still creeping up on the players who've stopped playing. (laughs) Still overtaking dormant accounts. I appreciate your support. Another 100,000 um, corpses waved at. <laughs> another <laughs> another six-figure, entirely passive players overtaken. Middle finger held aloft. <laughs> well, look, listen. <laughs> Pair of bellends. At my worst point this season, I was over four millionth overall rank. And I think when I had my, another further low point and I spent 16 points, I was at 3 million-ish. And I said I wanted to get to below 2 million just to give myself a bit of a target for the last however many 10 game weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm now, I have climbed every week for the last five game weeks, uh, last six game weeks actually. So I'm now at 2.5 millionth-ish. So I'm improving every week. How um, many points out of interest? How many how many positions did you jump this week? Uh with your about, about, about hundred thousand. Hundred thousand by virtue of being eleven points above the average, just trying to get a sense of it. So you could still get you could still hit two million maybe. Yeah. So what what have we got? Three yeah, three game three weeks game left. Weeks left. Yeah. Including a double game including week. Including a double, 
yeah. where yeah, with my wild card masterstroke, I should be above a hundred points that week. So, <laughs> Mitch, indeed. Hello, I didn't ask you about your holiday. How did how did you enjoy your extensively expensive holiday to Thailand? <laughs> I enjoyed it an six awful lot. Six-figure holiday. And thanks for... It wasn't quite six figures. <laughs> very restrained of you. Uh, I enjoyed it an awful lot, thanks very much. I wanted to talk about it more last week, but uh, we, we kind of ran out of time, didn't we? Um, I wanted to tell you about the fact that I met a reality TV star while I was away. One that we and would what, have heard of? Hmm... I yeah, don't watch show. a great deal of reality TV, I've got to tell you. What show? Well, want to take a guess? Made in Chelsea? No, more more popular than that. Towie? No, more popular, I think. BBC? Strictly Come Dancing? No, worse than that. The Apprentice? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I say The Apprentice... The Irish Apprentice. <laughs> Come on, cut to the chase. This is anyway. My we we, met a, man, we, we met, a man, met a man called Panos, who was in The Irish Apprentice in 2010. And we, we, I've looked, I've looked back over Twitter. How the fuck did you uh, recognise him? Well, I didn't. Of course, I didn't. Uh, we were chatting to him in the swimming pool. We said, "It's a very nice place at a swim-up bar," and uh, so we chatted to to him every like day that we were bar. there. I love a swim-up bar, and he loved a swim-up bar too. Anyway, I'll get to tell you about that. Anyway, chatted to him every day, even had a little play with the kids, and we said, oh, you know, kids, come here, don't don't play with Panos, you know, he, he might be trying to enjoy his holiday. And he said, no, no, it's absolutely fine, I he love might kids. Be. I lo- love kids, love was kids, he it's fine. No, he was with his husband. Oh, okay. And my wife latched onto him like she always does. She loves the gaze, you see. So she <laughs> saw him and she homed in on him like a like a bullet. Anyway, so we said, kids, leave Panos alone. He's probably trying to enjoy his holiday. It reminds me of part of Eddie Murphy's delirious <laughs> stand-up. <laughs> it's it's um, probably not for consumption on here, but you remember it, Mitch, don't you? Not. I'd have to refer back to my notes. Really? Yeah. The, the section of where you, gay men are the best friends to have. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That? Yeah, that's exactly what my wife is like. She loves them. Anyway, yeah, so so we had a nice time chatting to Panos. Um, and then just this week, I went on to TripAdvisor because I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll put a review up of that place that we stayed because it was quite nice. Anyway, turns out, dear old Panos has put up a review of his own. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd just read you what Panos had to say about the uh, the hotel we were staying at. <laughs> Is it, uh, is, this it, was, is it favourable? Well, you, you just listen to what he's got to say, bearing in mind that we chatted to him and he played with our kids every day. Um, this was our third visit in the resort. We love everything about it. Yes, food is not gourmet, but it's very good. The rooms are beautiful, private, and the cleaning is superb every single day. The only point is that next time we'll try to get a booking outside of school holidays. There were too many kids this time and the pool area that has a bar inside becomes a space for loud kids and obnoxious parents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Hello, guilty. (laughs) Wow. Literally calling you obnoxious. Did you see him talking to anyone else? Or is that just, that is you? I don't know. I suspect it probably is, but you didn't have to tell everyone, you fucker. Have you shown Holly? Yeah, of course. Yeah, she she's seen it. She's disappointed in him. 
obnoxious parents. Wow. Yeah. Well, a slap in the face. It is, yeah. Any any idea why you think it might be you guys and not another family? Well, I guess a few clues. So so where the swim-up bar was, where we were chatting to dear old Panos, was the deepest part <laughs> of the pool. And there are other shallow bits. But I'd said to the children, children, don't jump into the shallow bits because you're going to bang your head, you're going to hurt yourselves. So as we were stood there chatting to Panos and other people at the bar, both my kids did nothing more than come and just bomb straight into the <laughs> deepest part of the pool right next to the swim-up bar. Fucking sprayed water all over the bar, all over the barman, water in people's drinks, all over us and everywhere. <laughs> so got fucking moaned at by everyone. So, you know, they were... Indeed, loud, and maybe we were obnoxious, and so that might have been the mm. point that uh, Panos thought, I'm going to stop chatting to these people, because they've just uh, splashed water into my uh, dry martini. Mm. Oh, on reflection. <laughs> mm. It probably is us, may isn't have, it? may have it been you us. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, when you were on holiday, you were supposed to get some sort of vox pop for us and record it of of a of a big FPL supporting Thai person. Did you get that? How did that go? Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Oh. I didn't see any really. Actually, there it wasn't a lot of Thai FPL people going on. Give it, didn't give it a fucking thought. I oh, did not a lot. But there wasn't a lot of FPL going on. I have to say, in Thailand, <laughs> FPL. Well, not that, not where I was anyway. Do you expect people to be holding banners? <laughs> Saying I play FPL. <laughs> no, but I was expecting wherever you go, anywhere foreign, they're always wearing Premier League T-shirts, aren't they? Correct. But but I didn't see any. I'm sorry to say. I did see that you wrote. You did send me a small video where you wrote at fantasy underscore noise in some sort of neon pen. Oh yeah, on a toilet wall. Yeah, bar. there was a bar that we went to where you go in and mm. they just give you a some fluorescent paint and you can paint whatever you like, wherever you like, uh, anywhere in their bar. So I painted at fantasy underscore noise our twitter handle in the bogs and on the walls hoping that we'd uh, capture the backpacker community listening to our podcast have we had a, a noticeable uptick in followers not that i've seen to be honest massive spike from the back, <laughs> of, the back of that massive spike <laughs> now i've seen some direct marketing in my time but that is genius mate yeah thanks <laughs> thanks whilst we're on the subject if you uh, haven't caught up with us on twitter you can do so by following that handle at fantasy underscore noise and there you will find the code to our mini league which we haven't mentioned in a little while um but uh, despite the grumblings of one of our mini league leaders um you're very welcome to still join we positively encourage it don't we particularly if you've got more than 2105 points at the moment i was just <laughs> about to, to say exactly the same yeah wonderful yeah love to see you step in to first place in the league that'd be really nice um, so you could throw a blanket well, over the top seven. You could. On that note, shall we? Uh, shall we go over it? Yeah, let's have a look. Should we do? Let's do. Let's do April. Let's do April as it stands first. Okay. And uh, then we'll do the overall league. So, so three or four people that we've not heard of before. Top of the April standings. Do you mean as in new to the league or new to us mentioning them among the... New to us mentioning them and certainly not previous managers of the month. Definitely not. I'm not familiar with Jay Lale. I think he might be a newcomer. Yes. Fairly newcomer to the league anyway. But so anyway, in fifth place, we've got Matt Smith with Hey Nasri, You Piggy. 
Interesting name. He's on 194 for the month. In fourth, we've got Oscar Wilde, uh, big in the middle, on 197. In third, Mick O'Neill, and I think my favourite team name in our league. It's brilliant. Me, myself, and I, you. Very good. Well done, Mick. That's wonderful. Uh, so the newcomer, yeah, Jay Lale, with the uh, straight-laced name Nottingham Forest, uh, on 207 in second place. It's a bit of a weak name, isn't it? Yeah, not a lot of thoughts gone into that. I wonder who supports. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of weak names, we've got Trevor Scally leading the pack on 216. And his team. And you tore him off a strip Tre- in the first week. We didn't you? <laughs> Trev's boys. He's managed to capitalise his name, but not, not in the team name. No, I know. I do quite like the name in do sixth as well. Ryan Oliver, Salah about the money. Salah about the money. It's if you read mm. it right, maybe maybe it looks better than it reads. Um, maybe, maybe. So one more one more game week for April. To see who the manager of the month is and who gets a guest slot next month. There's probably five or six there that could yeah. could all take it. Oh, Val Hammer's only just outside. I know, I saw yeah. Big Rog. Big Rog Val Hammer, nice to see him back up there. Stegerblod, sounds like a great name for a thrash metal band. Correct. So overall, overall, yes. overall it's all been happening, hasn't it? Because, um, well, Trev Scally is just outside the top five. He's... He's in sixth place with that impressive total for April. So he's up to 2.089 in sixth. In fifth is our newcomer, Jay Lale, on 2.097. Fourth is Lois Saunders, Fritzel Palace, with 2.103. And John Griffiths, with Grifters United, 2.105, joint with... Our previous leader, who's down one place, <laughs> also on two oh what two one oh five. Does he not like that? Only scores thirty four oh, this week. Stuart Herrington. Stuart Herrington knocked off the top. Opens up the means... door to fan of the show. Stairsy on two one oh nine, a four point lead. Stairsy makes it to the top, fifty seven points with his latest food related name or team name, Salanissoise. Very clever, Stairsy. Yes. He is excellent at those. Um, yeah, so that must—that's brilliant. I'm very pleased for him, and I'm very pleased that it's not Mr. Arrogant for a moment, at least. He's, <laughs> at least he's making him sweat, which isn't difficult because he sweats profusely, oh, especially on the hands. Um, so that's cool, isn't it? Oh, it's so so tight. We've actually got a story from Stairsy oh. um, in the can that he sent over last week, just before he came on air. Have you listened to it? Um, I honestly speaking, I haven't listened to it. I listened to the first twenty or thirty seconds. I know it's something to do with clothes. Apparently, it's not a it's not a poo story. I'm afraid. Oh, but um, is this not a massive production risk? Well, not necessarily, because if we don't like it, we'll simply I'll simply cut it out. Okay. Then it never happens. <laughs> the magic of <laughs> the cutting. That also applies if it's not very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think we should probably just give it a go later in the show, shall we? Yeah, let's do it later. All right, great. Stay tuned for that and we'll, we'll give it a whirl. We've also got another story from John Emerson um, in the can that's waiting to be aired, so perhaps we'll do that one next week. Am I? That, uh, that, that is a poo story. <laughs> I've got a pen at the ready. Am I sensing half-time trivia? Must be getting close. Yeah. Who's on, who's on this week? It's not me, is it? 
why don't we do the other half of the trivia that we thought about last week? So you was that picked, the bees? Yes, it was the bees. You picked W Baker, and we've got the bees. I think there are eight of them, maybe a few more. I'll uh, top them up during half time. For the very small minority of people who didn't listen last week, give us the full question again. Oh uh, yes, uh, there are I think eight or nine teams that begin with the letter B that have ever played in the Premier League, and we're now up to twenty six seasons. And for each of those teams beginning with B, how many seasons have they spent in the Premier League? And the person that guesses the team correctly gets a point. They then have a guess at how many seasons. The other player has a guess too, and whoever gets it right gets a point, and if they get it absolutely on the nose, they get a bonus. Lovely. Looking forward Excellent. to it. We'll do that later in the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, okay, welcome back to Fantasy Football Noise. Welcome to part two. Um, I think we're going to try and keep this reasonably brief because it's very late uh, on a Tuesday night. But um, let's look ahead to game week 36. First week for a while where we have no doubles, no blanks to think about. Just a nice all-round, everybody plays. Straight game week. Straightforward game week, yeah. But we'll also be having an eye on game week 37, so I'm building my... Of course. 36 strategy of course. based on the ones that double. Loading up on your Swansea players, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three so home we're... games out of four remaining? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Chelsea, uh, Southampton, and Stoke. Plus the away trip down to the South Coast to play the Cherries. But yeah, yeah don't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Why not? Well, we've got a decent changed? home record against Chelsea, to be honest. Yeah. What's your prediction yeah. for that game? I think we'll win 2-0. Do you? Yeah. Do you want to wager? I'll give you the draw. Uh, yeah, okay. Great. I'll take Swansea in the draw, you take the Chelsea. Okay, happy days. Lovely stuff. Many thanks. That was early. So if we look at the double... I've done my those for a while. Newcastle have got West Brom at home. Yeah. Yeah. Although West Brom are not the... Uh, wounded animal that they were a few weeks ago. I don't think that's 
I think Newcastle will probably come through it, but I don't know. True I don't, enough. I don't think, perhaps if you were looking for a budget striker, I don't think a Rondon would be a crazy suggestion. Man City with <clears throat> away at, at West Ham and then two home games against Huddersfield and Brighton. Yeah. Like we were talking about last week. It's yeah. got to be a... Well, I've just got something in me that says I can't pick Sterling. I know. And it's cost me about 100 points this season. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I almost brought him in because I wasn't sure. It's just the uncertainty of who plays, isn't it, now? But I mm. think they're going to be going for records, don't you? Absolutely. Because they're, what, five points away from the record points haul and, yeah, very close to the goals. So, I th- yeah, I think, you'll, I think you'll keep picking the big ones, don't you? I think so. Yeah. So I went for Jesus and Gunga Din. Do you think the, the latter didn't work out very well? Do you think there'll be any pressure to not play players who are going to be in the World Cup, though? No, they want to. They want no. to play. Yeah, they want to play. Historic season, isn't it? Spurs have got Watford at home, and then they double against West Brom and yeah, Newcastle. I think Sp- that's got to be profit. I think profit it's a good there. time to get Spurs players in. Yeah, Kane was awful in the FA Cup semi-final. Did you see any of it? I did. Yeah, he was anonymous. He was. Yeah, really, really anonymous. And a few touches he had were poor. He just yeah. looks a bang average striker at the moment, doesn't he? But then, you know what happened the last time we said this? Yeah. Back-to-back hat-tricks. So, home game against Watford. That's a different proposition to Man United, isn't it? It is a little bit. So, and they follow that up with away to West Brom and home to Newcastle. So... Yeah, I think I think Ericsson's probably the one to look at at the moment. If you haven't got either, you'd probably look at Ericsson, the one to bring in, wouldn't you? Yeah. I've, I, again, my, my five game week arrow, red arrows, are largely related to my strategy of picking Son rather than Ericsson. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it wasn't a bad shout. He was banging form at the time, wasn't he? But um, oh. he didn't actually have a great game, did he either? No, he didn't. At the weekend, he looked a bit, a bit out of sorts. What did you think, Mitch? I thought he looked out of sorts too. <laughs> I've not. You didn't watch a single second, did uh, you? No, I didn't see anything. I was too busy doing other things. Your obsession with Burnley seems to have paid off with a with a plum home tie against Brighton and Hove Albion in this game week. Well, that's what I planned for. That's why I picked Burnley. I didn't just pick them for individual game weeks. I planned ahead. Have you got Wood and Barnes? I have not got Wood and Barnes. I've just got Barnes. Barnes and Loughton. I got rid of me because he's injured. Although he might be back now, I don't know. No, he's out for the season. Is he? Yeah, Fine. he's out. Yeah, so I got rid of him. I've got just Barnes and Goodmanson in FPL and I've got Barnes and Wood in draft. So that's worked out quite well over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So you've got. I think you've got to look at United players for it. So they've got... The two away games, granted, they've got Brighton and West Ham away. Yeah, but you're right, home home to Arsenal. Arsenal not great on their travels, are they? Yeah, so... And then Leicester, who have they got? Palace, and then they're home to West Ham and Arsenal. Yeah. Mm. Some good options to choose from. Um, do you want to quickly mention our successes and failures in draft? It's been... It's been very tight again. Me and Dan's both scored 40 points, so the gap remains 10 points. You've still got that 10-point advantage, mate. Yeah. You're still picking up little points here and there, aren't you? Yeah, scraps, I am. 
But uh, Johnny Emerson had a good week in third place, fifty-seven points. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? It's still, it's too, too, Do too much, too, too much, too little, too late. Out of contention now. Yeah, three Don't game know. weeks, even with a double in draft, is hard. There's no captaincy. It is There's hard, no but completely different chips. players. If he has a hundred point week and we, our players don't do it, you never know. But, but looking like it's out of the two of us now, probably. I think so. It's two or race, ten points between you. Winner takes all. Yeah, looking forward to Very some exciting. cash. Are you going to play in Stairsy's story? I think we should absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Stairsy's story. Let's fire this puppy up. Right. Here we go. Hi, chaps. Um, Stezzy here. I'm sorry I can't join you for the podcast this evening. I was very much looking forward to that. Um, maybe we'll get a chance to do it another time. But I did say to you that I had a story if you were interested. And um, this is something you can share with your listeners. It doesn't involve any vulgarity. Um, it's not FPL related. But um, it makes me chuckle when I think about it now, um, oh, in hindsight. And there's a few aspects to this story. Um, the first being that I appear to have reached a stage in life where I've reverted to being a three-year-old um, uh, in relation to my wardrobe because with the exception of my business attire, um, my smart casual stroke leisure clothes are now exclusively purchased for me by my significant other. bit of partridge about this part of the story, I find. <laughs> I thought Stairs, he was going to say, given the age I'm at, I'm now like a three-year-old, meaning he pisses and shits himself at night and has to wear a nappy but uh, he then moved on to say clothes so disappointing difference disappointing carry on Mrs Stairs well that's important for this story Um, it involves a bit of an incident on a ski chairlift um, and also involves a puffer jacket Um, Now, a few weeks before we were setting off um, on our ski trip, uh, Mrs S was going through the various bags of uh, equipment and clothing that we've acquired over the years and said to me, are you intending to take away that stinky old ski jacket that you wear every year? Uh, to which my response was, of course. Yes, of course. Yes, it's my (laughs) favourite one. Well, I'm thinking of buying you a puffer jacket because they're very popular. Um... Lots of people wear them particularly in the spring. And um, I think you could do it being smartened up on the slopes. So I said, well, if you want me smartened up on the slopes, you're going to have to buy this puffer jacket because um, my view on puffer jackets is that you might as well set a 50-year-old man in bubble wrap rather than pulling him a puffer jacket. (laughs) But anyway, that's just my, my particular opinion on them. So she buys me this puffer jacket uh, in a lovely sky blue colour. And one of the important details about this puffer jacket for this story is that it had one of those integrated hoods, stitched in hood. Um, Now, if, like me, you are safety conscious and wear a helmet when you're skiing, uh, the hood is a kind of irrelevance, really. But anyway... So we're in France, it's day three or four or so of the holiday, Um, the weather had been a little bit inclement, a bit sleety and a bit snowy, so the puffer jacket hadn't had a chance to have an airing on the slopes. But this particular afternoon, Mrs S was feeling a little bit tired, so she said she was going to have a little wee nap in the afternoon. And therefore, why didn't I go out onto the slopes just with Archie, our younger son, who's a snowboarder? So we agree that that's a good idea. <clears throat> Gives Archie and I a chance to do a little bit of father and son bonding. Uh, and so we're getting ready to go out. And the clouds have dispensed Archie a little bit. Says, the sun's the breaking through. Yeah. So Mrs. Stairs <laughs> said to me, why don't you wear your puffer jacket? 
Now, having backed me into that particular cul-de-sac where I couldn't go forward or back, um, I reluctantly agreed that wearing the puffer jacket would be a good idea. So I pulled on the puffer jacket and out we went. Now, we had identified an area of slopes which we hadn't been on previously, so we decided that we'd make our way over to one particular side of the mountain, and to get to these slopes, we had to go up a chairlift, um, which was a two-man rickety old thing from the 1980s, which was traversing at about 20 miles an hour. And I did have a bit of a sense of unease about this chairlift, even before we got on. Um, but anyway, we uh, we managed to climb aboard and we're hauled away um, uh, on this chairlift. And it's a little bit narrow and a bit tight. Um, and as we're approaching the exit area, I notice that the, um, the area itself is quite narrow. So I say to Archie, look, you stick Fucking to the left and I'll try and stay away from you as best I can. Because if we have a little bit of a stumble, there's a good chance that this chairlift is going to bop us on the back of the head. It's travelling at such a pace. So we've got a plan in place. And as we approach uh, the termination point, I've lifted the restraining bar. And for those listeners of yours that have been skiing, um, you'll be familiar with the fact that there is a footrest, which then um, is above your heads at this point. Correct. And as I've leant forward... Uh, to give myself the best possible chance to exit this chairlift without incident. Donk. Unbeknown to me, the hood of the puffer jacket has got snagged on the footrest. So as I've tried to exit, as the chairlift has then swung through 180 degrees to begin its descent back down the mountain, it has dragged me with it. And I'm being scraped along the floor. Um, I break through the um, emergency stop line, whatever it was. Um, that hasn't stopped the ski lift immediately. And um, the result being that this fucking puffer jacket is dragging itself over my torso. Um, I'm in between stages of being asphyxiated um, and, uh, and de-robed uh, on the ski slopes. But thankfully, and it was thankfully, after a few seconds, uh, the hood of the puffer jacket... Uh, along with about two-thirds of the right-hand sleeve, <laughs> gave way under the weight of my body, uh, sending a plume of, I don't know, duck or goose feathers, whatever it was, into the air, and unceremoniously dumping me on the ground. Um, <laughs> at which point, if you saw this happen to someone else, you would admittedly piss yourself laughing, as I would, but I was a little bit shaken up, uh, as was Archie. Um, but I pulled myself together and, and quickly realised that um, I hadn't actually done myself any physical damage. Um, but the said puffer jacket now had the hood three quarters ripped off, um, along with two thirds of the right hand sleeve. Um, <laughs> but I make my way to Archie, who at this stage is a little bit distressed, but probably more distressed about the fact that his dad's just made a complete dick of himself in front of people on the chairlift. But we agreed to call it um, call it a day and ski back down to the bottom. And at this stage, I'm thinking of just dumping the puffer jacket, um, but then thought, well, that might lead to a difficult conversation back at the apartment. So I'll keep the fucking thing on, uh, although you know most of it is now flapping around in the breeze like and duck and goose feathers are still um, coming out of the line in. But we get back to the apartment and uh, the wife by this stage has, uh, has uh, I'm sure, had a lovely kip and uh, we wake her up and she said, oh, you're back early. Uh, I thought you'd be out for the whole of the afternoon. 
to which I say, well, in all honesty, we've, you know, we've had better afternoons on the slopes and, and I've had a bit of an incident. And she said, well, what do you mean, an incident? What have you done? So I begin to explain what happened and Archie, bless him, interjected to say it wasn't Daddy's fault, the ski lift was very, very difficult, <laughs> uh, at which stage I introduce the evidence of the puffer jacket, um, <laughs> looking obviously for a bit of sympathy, um, at which point I was quite surprised that Mrs Stairs, rather than show a bit of concern for my welfare, uh, immediately launched an attack on me along the lines of, I don't fucking believe you. I bought you that puffer jacket. It was 70 quid. I knew you didn't want it. I knew you didn't want to wear it. And now you've gone and manufactured a fucking accident on a ski lift just so that you wouldn't have to wear it again. And that's my story. Literally endangered his life. Brilliant. Elaborately ripped it off with two thirds of the sleeve just to annoy his <laughs> wife. Wonderful. She should know also that getting your kids to lie for you is an impossibility. So utter that impossibility. That should have added. That it gets added. easier as they get older. Trust me. Does it? <laughs> he didn't specify how old Archie was at the time, but um, if he's anything like my That's kids, true. they yeah, lying for you was unsuccessful. So. That should have added credibility to his story, but that's brilliant. I enjoyed that a lot. Very nice. Bravo, Stairs. It's like a nice, could have been round a, a lovely open fire with Stairsy telling us that yeah, story. Could a bit have of Jack and Nori, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it was lovely. Stories at bedtime with Stairsy. That's quite a chocolatey <laughs> voice, isn't he? Yeah. He's got a little bit of the uh, fellow from the far show, me, the third Earl of Wimbledon, mm-hmm. ripping the, the hood off of my <laughs> puffer jacket. Have they gone quite mad? Um, did you? It reminded me, the story reminded me of that video that was sent around not long ago, a few oh, weeks back. Dangling off the fucking chair of people being thrown. Oh, when it went. Did fast. you see that one? It went mental. It was somewhere oh. in Russia, Georgia, I think it was. Um, oh. Yeah, it started going backwards and literally flinging people fifteen meters. Sparks flying off it. Yeah, all the chairs smashing into each other and everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, terrifying, terrifying. So they say no publicity is bad publicity. That that definitely went viral. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) good luck with that. Right, shall we (laughs) wrap it up with wrap it up with some trivia? Yeah, I'm struggling here. I've already got six. Let me. I'm giving it a single thought. I'm winging this one. Right, who's going to go first? I think John. You went first last week, so uh, Baker, you can go first this week. I'm going to go uh, Bournemouth 3. Bournemouth. You get one point for Bournemouth. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> John, what's your guess? I'm pretty sure it's 3. Um, can I say 3 as well? If I know it's right, why why should I be forced to go for a different number? No, no, that bollocks. I, I had first pick, so I got the luxury of picking one that I actually knew the answer. Mitch said... In his explanation of this game and the scoring therein, both players are allowed a guess. He did not specify whether one has to be higher or lower. You have a guess, I have a guess. You say three, I know for a fact you're right, I'm not going to say four or two, am I? I think that's fair. Thank you. What? Don't be such a child. Oh, I'm just going to guess the same as you then, fuck you. Great, you are being a child, fine. (laughs) Three Three points for Baker, two points for me. Chalk it down. Next one. Thank you. I'm going to say Blackpool. Yes. 
And I'm going to say not many either. Um, I'm going to say two. Baker? Uh, I will say three. My records say one. Get in! Okay, I'm next. I'm going to stay in Lancashire. I'm going Bolton 11. Bolton correct. John, how many seasons? That's a pretty good stab. I'll go 10. You went the wrong way. It's 13. Shit house. So that's currently 5 4 to Baco. Correct. Mm-hmm. Go, Jay. Um, okay, I will say Brighton. Yes. One. Yes. Baco, your guess? One. Correct. On the nose, the pair of you, as you well know. Absolutely fair. So that's 3 2 to me in that. For that one, and that brings us level. It does. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay, in, stay in Lancashire. I'm having good, good run. I'm gonna go Burnley. Five. John, your guess. I think five is good as well. <laughs> I say four. It's five. Yes. Yeah, Bonus points for Baco there. John, yes, you'll yes, go. Yes. So that's three, three nil yes. on that one for you. Big swing. Um, okay, I'll go Birmingham. Yes, one point. Four. Oh, Baco. I'd written down eight. I'm going to stick with it. Baco is closest. It's seven. Ooh. Oh, is it? Really? Oh, way off then. So close. So one, one all. point each on that one. Yep. J- um, SG. They go in the lead by three. I'm going to go Barnsley, five. Barnsley, correct. <laughs> I'm nervous to go lower. <laughs> oh, I'm really nervous. Um, so exciting. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> Can we do this for every letter of the alphabet, please? <laughs> it's quite good, isn't it? It's really good. Barnsley, you say five. Mm-hmm. I say... Hurry. Four. Mitchell, tell me the connection's not gone down unless you just suspend. No, I'm just checking the answer. <laughs> Can't stand it, Mitch. Oh. I know, it's tense, isn't it? It's tense. Do you know what I should do? Put some music I on. I should add some suspenseful music. <laughs> like who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, no, my... Drama. The answer I have is... Correct, but I thought it needed auditing. Who who said four and who said five? I said five. Baker said five, I said four. John, you're correct. They only spent Bugs. one season in the Premier League. <sighs> Good. So Baker gets one, but I, I don't close the gap, unfortunately. No. I needed a perfect. So the last one. Baker, is, that, is that the end of your no, list, Baker? No, no one more. I know, I know there is one more, but you said you only had seven. Two more. Two more? You said you said eight, Mitch. We've had yeah, seven. No. Yeah. In fact, you said seven or eight. You mean we've said one that you didn't have written down? Yes, that was Brighton, because my trivia was old. Okay, at least you're honest. I've still got two okay. written down, but I don't think one of them's right. Oh. Okay. Go on, then. Well, I'm going to say Blackburn. Yes, John. And I'm going to say... Eight. 
Bako? I have ten written down. Bako takes the point there. In fact, you're you're oh. both some distance away. Eighteen. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Poor. Right, let's do a little tot up before we go to the final one. There's one left to answer, which I think is incorrect. I don't know the total, but Bako's ahead by three by my math. So I need this one to be wrong. I'm pretty yep. sure it is. Baker has 13, and Jay, you have 10. Yep. Yeah, okay. Right, who's guess? Baker, is it you? Oh. Bristol City won? Bristol City? Just never been in the Prem. Did they not, actually? Fucking never, you pair of cunts. I'm pretty sure they didn't, but you said there were eight. Well, there is, th- with, there is another name one. name date. No, there's nine. Huh? There's nine. So is so it wrong? Minus, minus one for an incorrect? Fuck off. Surely. That's ridiculous. Surely. It's not minus one. You've got to make up scores. Make it interesting, Mitch. Come on, make the right call. Hold on. Minus one for an incorrect. Or effort, just tell surely. me it's right. <laughs> minus two if you keep insisting that a team that's never been in the league has been. <laughs> you realise if you'd said it convincingly enough, Mitch would have just accepted it. No, I am checking... I- <laughs> It kind of rings a bell. Bristol City, not one season. No, no. I don't. I'm not sure they did. I, I am sure that they didn't. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Wayne, if there were such a thing, I am a billion percent sure. Okay, sorry. Bristol City, no. John, your guess. Are you giving Baco minus one for this Bristol City? No. Um. Don't don't answer for him. He's the adjudicator. That's a fairly poor guess, though, Baco, isn't it? Really poor. <laughs> Don't you think we should fall on your sword, Baco, and give John a point for poor guessing? I think so. Go on, then. 13-11. <laughs> it's not going to make any difference, because I haven't got another one written down. Have you not? <laughs> but I'm not going to start listing provincial cities. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, suburbs. If, if I were you, I yeah. would, because that's where you're going to find one. Yeah, but he's, if he if he says it and he gets it wrong, he's good. It's a minus. It's a minus point. Give me one more minute to think. One minute. Are you definitely sure there is another one, Mitch? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent sure. Mitch, just whisper it to me, and I'll tell you if it's oh, right. Oh, 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 oh! I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Bradford. Yes. Ah. Yes. Fucking Bradford! I've picked a picture of their shirt. How many seasons, John? I knew there was another one in Yorkshire. Yeah. How many? How many seasons? Oh, can, you, can you hear that suspense music, Baker? <laughs> oh, it all rests on this. So it's thirteen twelve now with my Bradford. I just need to give you the correct year. Or get closest, and it's yours. No, closest would just give me one more point and it would be a draw. It's 13-12 now. It couldn't have been long, could it? I'm going to say... I don't think I've ever seen you take trivia so seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Can we... Deduct points for 
procrastination? I think so. No, because it'll all be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see like I'm gonna see like the snappiest <laughs> Bradford two <laughs> in the edit <laughs> in the same breath Bradford two bang <laughs> you're saying two before you finished Bradford Bravo. <laughs> 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 Hurry. I'm gonna say one. Baco? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one. Oh you tactical genius. You made the fucking rule up. (laughs) You tactical (laughs) genius bastard. Well done. What is it, Mitch? Well, if you'd stuck with what you were going with, Baco, which was your joke right. of Bradford 2, you would have been bang on the nose. It was two. Oh, I so nearly went for two. Still one, though. Well done, mate. Thank Very you, mate. Good. Love that. Lovely gamesmanship at the end. Excellent stuff. <laughs> what does that make it? 14-13, doesn't it, I think? Something like that, anyway. Yeah. You won by a yeah, point. Well done, Baco. Yeah. He edged it. Very good. I really enjoyed that. Nice. I think sometime during the summer we will definitely do a trivia special. Yeah. When there's a, a lull of football. Uh, that'd be good. Should we get guests on as well? Could do, couldn't we? Guests to join in. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Oh, love it. I'm also going to prepare a um, a special episode of called The Stories So Far, where I'm going to just basically have a, a full show full of just stories. Very good. Just just knock that together. Oh, and also, I stumbled across our very first episode the other day um, before I had edited it. It's quite it's quite interesting. So I thought we might it might put that out as a bit of bonus content because it's all our off air chat about how what the show should be called and all that sort of stuff. So I thought people might like to <laughs> very good. hear some of that. So it might make up for the lapse of recent bonus content. <laughs> Because, because we record promises. it at 11 o'clock at night and we're too tired to do anything bonus-ish. Yes, fair enough. Cool. All right, boys. Well, most enjoyable. Lovely stuff. Looking forward to game week 36. Absolutely. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. Ciao. Cue the music. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. 
Code program. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.